record at the same time now this time. All right. We'll skip all the BS this time. Welcome, gents, to uh, what is likely going to be the first if of many, hopefully of many, uh, co-op chats. So, you know, as you all have known as basically being founding members of Coalition of Ordinary Players on Facebook, we really, really push the idea of community. We push the idea of, you know, open discussions and open conversations and getting everyone's viewpoints when it comes to, you know, games as a whole. And not only just games, but the importance of having a sense of community when it comes to games. So what I want to kind of get into first is, you know, we're going to, we're going to get into the grander discussion today about, you know, the importance of community, importance of community game nights specifically, but I want to learn a little bit more about the three of you. Um, so we can start with uh, anybody that wants to jump in first and uh, just, you know, say a little bit about yourself, you know, what kind of gamer do you consider yourself to be? And then um, even talk about like, I guess maybe what your, your, your all time favorite game might be. Hey, Rob, right. I guess I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> what's up, everyone? Probably gaming here. Um, I guess I'm a variety gamer when it comes to it, uh, like RTS, you know, multiplayer games, single player games, RPGs, FPS. Um, it's kind of hard to put an all time favorite, honestly. Um, one of my favorite games uh within like the last few years that i always tell everyone about is uh i guess i'd have to say it was katana zero had a great writing uh for an indie game um amazing soundtrack gameplay everything uh it was a phenomenal game and um yeah a variety streamer well recently started streaming and uh same type of stuff was on my channel. And, um... Cool. I guess I'll go next. Uh, what's up? I'm uh, Button Mash Bob. I'm a variety gamer and variety streamer. I've been streaming since, I want to say, uh, later half of 2014. Um, I also make uh, YouTube videos uh, involving gaming and playthroughs and whatnot. <clears throat> uh also work on a lot of uh, musical projects as well. Uh, playing bands and music produce and things like that. I uh, would say my primary style of gaming uh, is first-person shooters. Uh, as much as I do play a different variety of games from uh, uh, RPG games, uh, some racing games, platformers, and all that stuff, uh, mainstream to indie, uh, first-person shooters are definitely my uh, my main main go-to. Uh, for all-time favorite, uh, well, I'd say one of my favorites would definitely be GoldenEye for the N64 Ooh. back in the day since it got me into first-person shooters. And then I would say all-time favorite would be Halo Combat Evolved as it kind of solidified my love for first-person shooters uh, even more so. And it just kind of kind of went on from there. Taking it back with the classics, nice, nice. Yeah, man. Just, just a little bit, right? Am I? Are we, are we getting that old? Quite a lot. (laughs) Yeah, we are. We've been that old. (laughs) Uh, 
I'd I think say, everyone I'd, here groans when they get up and sit down, so uh, we're at that point. That's, yeah, I guess that's I groan, right. I groan right? sitting still. That's, that's not even <laughs> I, groan, I groan laying down. I groan too laid down. It's, it's bad. Uh, I think one of my favorite games that I've enjoyed a lot uh, that's recently come out. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've been playing a lot of. I mean, I know we've been playing a lot of Valheim and some scum and a couple other games. Yeah, but we're not there yet. You're jumping ahead. When it comes to, uh, I guess, some of my favorite releases the past few months, I'd have to give it to Cyberpunk 2077, mainly because it's, well, a first-person shooter as well as a solid RPG game. I do love RPGs, and just the overall uh, subgenre of Cyberpunk is one of my favorite genres of science fiction, and that game is just basically all of that, just reeks of that, so... I've been waiting for a game like that to come out for the longest. I can't even remember the last time I played a cyberpunk-styled game that was really good. So, yeah. Awesome. Nero, what you got for us? All right, it's Nero Zero here, and uh, basically the type of game I am is the Omni Gamer. So um, there's not one game I won't play. Uh, if you recall a couple of, what, months or years back, they were saying uh, gaming might be a mental illness. I think I classify for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you're always going to find me playing a game, be it a, a AAA, a, you know, some quirky indie game, mobile game. I've been getting into that lately, especially now that I got blue stacks. So I, I've... Been doing it all, man. Doing it all. Uh, but you'll primarily find me working with fighting games. Fighting games and RPGs. So, for the RPGs, I'm going to have to give it to Final Fantasy, obviously. I mean, storytelling, it's been around, what, 30 years? It's just as old as me. Um, <laughs> and uh, as far as fighting games, Tekken's number one. But, I mean, if it's a combat game, I'm going to play it. So it's going to be Tekken, Street Fighter, Suck It, Mortal Kombat, but I'd still play it. Um, hell, Fighting Layer, I've been giving that a go. I just don't like paying for it because they keep uh, charging you for stupid stuff. Microtransactions, ain't that bitch? Um, but uh, other than that, uh, you you can find me on Twitch. I'll be streaming Tekken more than likely, PC and or PlayStation 4. Yeah. And as someone who has had his ass handed to him by Nero on too many occasions, I can say that this man truly does like he does what he has to do when it comes to fighting games. It's pretty ridiculous. He's one of those people that does that like that funky claw to hit the the face buttons when he's playing and it, it just looks like he's cheating the whole time, but he's not. <laughs> it's pretty it's it's you feel disrespected at the end of a match. <laughs> or you just you just probably gotta get better. No, there's 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 get good, and then there's like, you should probably just accept. <laughs> this is there's a totem pole, and you're you're pretty low on it compared to Nero most of the time. <laughs> oh, Thank man. you. No problem. No problem. I have no I have no shame in knowing where I where I stand when it comes to that. If the, that I've gotten a win at all is is impressive to myself, and I'll pat myself on the back any day. Um. Uh, Ryogeti, uh, you know, supposed to be pronounced Ryogeti, but Ryogeti just stuck for years now, so I'm running with that. Uh, I primarily, I would say, I guess, actually play first-person shooters now, technically, because I'm I'm big on Warzone now, but the 
at my core, I'm a JRPG fan and an MMORPG fan. Uh, fan. So, uh, greatest you know RPG of all time for me is always going to be Legend of Dragoon. Um, one of the slowest games that has not aged well for many a reason, but it's still just a glorious game and has such a wonderful storyline to me. Um, praying Sony gets their head out of their ass at some point and gives us some type of remake. You know, let's let let Square do it. Why not? Um, uh, deep cut for me, I guess, when it comes to first-person shooters would probably would probably also be a Halo game, because realistically, I didn't really play a lot of other first-person shooters growing up besides, like, a Halo, besides, like, the traditional little CSGO or something like that, when, when I once I had a computer that could finally run it. But, um, yeah, pretty simple. I'm a basic bitch gaming when it comes to most things. <laughs> basic bitch gamer. <laughs> basic bitch gamer, otherwise. Easy, easy to please. Easy to please, uh, not super great at it overall, and yeah, go from there. Um, but I think that that honestly offers us a decent segue. I know, uh, Bob, you mentioned earlier that you're getting it to Valheim. So what are some other games, uh, Valheim included, if you want to talk a little bit about it, that you are uh, playing around with now? Uh, let's see. Um, aside from Valheim and uh, Scum, I mentioned Scum. So Prav and I, as well as our, our buddy uh, Mel, Alacious Mel, uh, who's also one of the founding members here of uh, Coalition of Ordinary Gamers. He, uh, we've been uh, diving into a game called Scum, which is a pretty hardcore uh, survival game where you, you know, like, uh, kind of like Rust and stuff. You just like base build and survive and craft things or whatever. Only uh, this game is uh, has some really cool mechanics when it comes to combat and shooting. Shooting feels really cool, very realistic. Like your gun jams, like realistically. Like there's real terms for this stuff. The uh, you have to uh, you have to keep track of your vitamins and nutrients and stuff like that. Like you gotta like take shits and pee <laughs> as well. Like your bladder and, and stuff. Like you know, in, uh, fills up and you have to empty that out. Uh, and depending on where you are in the map, so it's a huge map. The the pre- the premise is that you're like a, a prisoner. And you get sent out onto this map to survive, and on the map you have zombies and giant mechs. And giant and zombies are like kind of random, and then the giant mechs are usually uh, patrolling bases and stuff like that, which is where all the high loot stuff is. Um, and what's cool about the map is that depending on where you are in the map depends on your survivability. So like if you are in a dry area, which is kind of where Prav and I and, and Mel are, where we kind of established a base. Um, you're going to dehydrate quicker and it's going to be hard to kind of find uh, resources to like farm and stuff like that unless you set something up. But if you're in a, up in the mountains in the colder environment, um, you're going to probably freeze to death. So you got to figure out ways to, to stay warm or you'll find areas that's in between where you won't dehydrate so fast and, and you know, things are kind of level. So it's a really interesting game, not for everybody and a slow burn, but kind of rewarding when things go. Uh, a certain way, uh, and after uh, seeing everyone getting into Valheim, like been diving into a lot of that games, a lot of fun. I love how it's um, not too hardcore on survival, but 
it is when it comes to crafting stuff, which is really interesting. Uh, all the many different ways you can, the resources you can mine and, and farm and, and craft certain things to build like your house or a base or, or armor and weapons and fight all these monsters and stuff, which is really cool. And I also dig how it's more PVE oriented instead of PVP. Cause I know a lot of people get frustrated with like PVP survival games, especially in games like Rust and Daisy, where like the meta players are already out there and just they don't give a shit about newcomers. It's like, oh look, it's a newbie, it's a naked guy. Pew pew pew, you're dead. <laughs> you get no chance. So Valheim's a cool game uh to get into when it comes to uh wanting to play a survival game but not wanting to deal with toxic players that just are out to get you. Um I think another game I would say I've been playing a lot of more is a game called Insurgency Sandstorm, which is a milsim, which is short for military simulator, uh, first-person shooter. Now, it's not like a super hardcore milsim. It's milsim to the point where like there's no like heads-up display. Um, there's like realistic like bullet penetration and damage to like the body, depending on your loadout and things like that, realistic uh, uh, sound design, which is phenomenal, and the way uh, the, the guns work, very realistic. <clears throat> um, and But it's also kind of, like, fast-paced. Uh, I'd say it's, like, a good mix between, like, Battlefield and Squad, in a sense. And uh, that game's been out for a couple years, and I've been playing it on and off, and for some reason lately I've just been playing it a lot more I guess because I kind of got tired of playing Call of Duty and Warzone that just needed a different military game to fill that void. And I'm like, oh, let me get back into Insurgency. And I've just been like hardcore at this game. Uh, highly suggested if people want to uh, try a different kind of military shooter, uh, something a bit more hardcore, hardcore-esque, more of a challenge, definitely get into it. But uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I've been really getting into lately. Dope. I know one thing that um, I said Warzone before that I've been I've been touching on a, almost like obsessively. Um, Valheim, I've been uh-huh. I've been trying to dig back into as much as I can, um, and you know try to catch up with with, with Prov and them because they you know joined the server and then decided that they were just going to run through three bosses or run through two bosses like it was nothing in a matter of a week. Um, <laughs> like it's some, there's jealousy, there's hate, there's awe. But, um, still collecting goods. Yeah. It's like, I, like, so good. so we, we did a boss, we did the second boss last week. Yeah, I heard. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> but, um, it, was, it wasn't even our fault. We were going to wait. Jay, Jay Vex was like, let's do it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, Jay's, Jay's a little bit of a monster. Him and, and other Zach are, are wild. Uh, yeah. I've been I've been getting more into Final Fantasy XIV again, especially with uh, uh, what is it? Endfall. It's uh, the next one. Endwalkers. 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 I was, I was Titanfall. Endwalker. Um, with Endwalkers coming out uh, later this year, I definitely want to play an extreme amount of catch up. So um, that's that's kind of touching on my MMO fix as much as I can, and I got my uh, extreme I, is not the word. Yeah. <laughs> I got my fiance into it, so it's been uh, it's been it's been really really fun, uh, getting back into that game and kind of just playing it for the sake of playing it instead of trying to grind as heavily as I used to in the past. So, I think that, yeah, that about covers it for me when it comes to that. All right, well, I mean, me, I've just been, of course, polishing my skills in Tekken. 
Um, but uh, other than that, I've been, I don't know why. I mean, why? Of course I know why. It's a Marvel property, but I've been playing the hell out of Avengers. You know, uh, unfortunately, it's not Square's best game. You know, but uh, I love it. It's it's Avengers, you know. What, what, what can go wrong? Um, besides Square touching it and not uh, treating it properly. It's looking like Anthem, statistics-wise, but... Uh, Isn't it kind of a shame that Square messed it up a bit? Like, Square yeah. is like they're the ones great. Who fix it. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was so much good hype, and then it comes out, and it's like, I had, I've had no reason to want to play that game and i wanted to because i love marvel and i'm like oh, this is gonna be one of a great fucking marvel game well, and it, it, might be, great, but... it might be an incentive for you to catch up because uh clint martin hawkeye will be out next month uh what cool. march 13th or march 18th i believe he's coming out uh they gave us kate bishop uh it's part of a two-story uh part of a two-part story line. So, you know, check that out. They're uh, doing Future Imperfect storyline from the comics. If you guys don't know, that's Maestro Hulk. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the bad guy. Um, aside from that, uh, I've been trying to get into Balheim, but like uh, Rio said, oh, man, these guys gotten so far ahead, I'm kind of discouraged to play. Uh, just a bit. It. Just a tag. Just to no, destroy their, I mean, destroy their houses. Not- I wow! Could, I could do that, but no, 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 man. Teamwork. I am right here. But, <laughs> I wouldn't do such a thing. I wouldn't do. Such a thing. But no, it it, it right. is a bit intimidating to try to catch back up to everyone. But I mean, when you have a dedicated server, I guess the incentive would be to try to catch up and you know just be in Uber City, you know, from the yeah. get go. Well, I guess um, the, e- the easier route, though, if you just play with our on our server. Um, we just share a bunch of resources to catch you up to speed with some stuff, and then you can go from there and build your home. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've been trying to build or trying to help everyone else build. Uh, most of I, us. I don't want to make the mistake like Leo and fuck up the backyard. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, 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 well, whatever moat he was Going trying to build, that. what okay. happened? I, clearly, I come in, clearly and the I moat see... was a good idea because Jay did it right after, and Prof dropped into it twice already. So the moat is clearly a good idea. If Jay, it's a horrible to. idea. <laughs> but but uh, on, on my top tier game list, uh, I've been sinking hours into Elite Dangerous, and I mean, oh man, uh, they consider this an MMO. It is. I've been playing on solo mode a lot just so I can get my money up. But oh man, I've been sinking hours into it accidentally, like you know. Um, it's fun doing the money grind. Everything else is secondary, so I'm, like, gaining rank with certain factions, whatever. And for you guys that don't know, Elite Dangerous is a space sim. Uh got my uh, flight sticks over here, so that's been a plus, 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 plus to immersion. Uh, it, it's been a wonderful experience. Um, I've been you know, dying to get back into that game. Yeah, man, uh, you're missing out. Uh, the latest update so far was fleet carriers, so I'm trying to build up into that. Uh, I've got one of the strongest uh, uh, independent ships, I guess you would call it, uh, an anaconda right now. So I'm just doing combat in that. I've been doing some passenger delivery missions. Uh, you know, it's your own story. It's, it's Star Wars come to life. You're 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 stuck in the Milky Way or whatever. Unfortunately, it's only one galaxy. But the scale in this game, 
you can you you can play this and not be bored. You know, yeah, it's, it's literally else. the Milky Way. It, it's literally Milky Way. And I'm doing all of that in preparation for the newish expansion, Odyssey, coming out. Uh, apparently, it's supposed to be in April. Um, we get space legs. We get to, like, actually make landfall on planets. I mean, we could land on planets with the Horizons update, but that was in an SRV. So, you know, your moon rover. But, I mean, we can get out the moon rover and actually walk on foot. Raid strongholds, raid spaceports, walk around in spaceports, walk around in your ship. And uh, it's in early access right now. Uh, a couple of people have uh, beta and alpha keys or whatever going around right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil myself. I'm going to jump into it when everyone else jumps into it. Um, the mechanics are going to change. I mean, you know, you're literally going to be able to be on foot shooting at a damn spaceship. And I, I can't wait to see the gameplay that unfolds publicly with that. Yeah, I want to dive back into that game. Because I used to play it on Xbox for a little bit and then fell off. And I have it on PC now. I just haven't touched it. Epic <laughs> Games, man. Epic Games. That free update. No. Well, yeah. That free release. There's a few. Did you want to play uh, everything of playing Star Citizen? Yes, the game but ever finished. The yeah, game, the game like, that's got really... so much money to to make and never finished. Because it's going to be a movie. It's going to be real life. Like they they uh, said, screw the game. We're just going to make Star Citizen for real. That's how much money these guys are generating. I want I wanted to play that game too. And I still, and I also have a freaking No Man's Sky on PC, and I wanted to start that back up again no because Man's Sky is so much better. That game is actually amazing. Too. That one is it's it's gotten so much better yeah. since launch, yeah. and it's crossplay now too. So like we can yep. get into that as a thing. Yeah, we can all do all get into it actually. Then That's yeah, cool. let's do it. I mean, they have mounts now, so you can grab you a planetary dinosaur and ride it. Yeah, oh, and, and uh, you you can uh, you can tame a monster or, or yeah. alien, whatever the heck, mm-hmm. uh, and it'd be your pet, which is cool. Now I just read that like a week so ago. It's space Pokemon, as oh, it should God. be. As it should be. <laughs> that sounds exciting. If you get a conquer planet, you better be able to, you know, whip something into shape. It's <laughs> 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 the, the American way. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Um, no comment. <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, I think that's a that's a that's a decent kind of setup, intentionally unintentionally to just you know. We're always finding new things to play together. We're always trying to to focus on not only just what's you know what's a new game like you know Valheim. We kind of jumped on a on a mini bandwagon there. Game's literally only been in early release for early access for what, three weeks now. And, Look at the numbers, bro, and, man. And, and they got it's five hundred thousand concurrent that they just passed like a day or two yeah. ago. Three million um, copies in three weeks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But and it's a also... team of five people. And yeah. that is an early access game, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're a game developer out there, you can do it too. Yep. With that being said, another series that I'm actually considering doing at some point is to try to reach out to some of the early access things that like failed via Steam and see like, hey, what happened to you? Like, I would love to talk to developers from like Worlds Adrift and see, you know, what happened. Why couldn't you guys get a third-party studio to like really you know buy you out or something like this? Because that game had such potential, and that was essentially the same thing as like Valheim, but with airships instead. It was, it was yeah. Remember, game. we were invited to like the alpha for that. Yeah, I actually, I ran it. I still got videos up with Mel 
of 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 playing that. That game was was great. You can go like Spider Man across if you had like a good like uh, air anchor thing, and they had like they had like uh, like kite packs, so you could fly around yeah. like Ang. It was great. Um, that game reminded me a lot of Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, yeah, it had that. It had elements of Skies of Arcadia and elements of. Uh, What's that other one? I have it on. I have it on Steam too. It's another one that you like. You're essentially making airships. Um, it came out ages ago, though. I'm so, like surprised it's still even supported. I'll find it later. But um, like with with that kind of th- that thought process of we we don't just play the new and up and coming games. We go back to older games sometimes too. What do you think drives us as a community to really? push ourselves to, to, to play games together? Like, why do you think that's important for us to do? Oh, being a gamer. I mean, you know, uh, and I'm definitely going to age myself here, but I mean, there was, there was something about back in the day going to the arcade, uh, going shoulder to shoulder against someone or with someone if there was a co-op game. You know, there's, there's, there's just some type of community there. Like, you're, you're there together for a common purpose. I know it sounds cheesy, and the cliche, but I mean, the morale there, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, even if I'm not uh, actually combating you or facing you, I'm rooting you on because I'm next to you and I'm watching your progress. Like, you know, like it's just the excitement there. I get to see what you're doing differently than me and vice versa. And I'm seeing your success and I'm going to try your approach to try to gain some success and vice versa. And to to piggyback off of that, um, especially more so when we got older and we got our responsibilities, life kicks in, so we don't get to see each other. And and this goes for us and as well as other gamers out there, you know. Life goes on and things change, so, you know, the same group of people and friends that you would hang out with in person or... Let's take it back to our teenage years when you go to a friend's house. I I used to carry my 36-inch TV and my PlayStation 3 to my friend's house across the street. Jesus. Hook it up and play Battlefield 3 all night. Those were amazing times. So it's kind of like we're recreating those scenarios by continuing to look for games to game with each other and game with each other overall. Oh, I, re- I remember just back in the day linking up, uh, like with the original Xbox, so people coming through with their Xboxes and linking them all up and Lance having LAN yeah, having land parties and playing Halo <laughs> and stuff. Like that was like the coolest thing. So like, yeah, you know, we get older and uh, we all, you know, we lose friends, we make new friends, we all have a bunch of different circles of friends, especially, you know, depending where you live to, um, and so it's hard to keep up and keep track with what everyone's doing and stuff we have our own lives and and gaming is definitely uh something to bring people together uh community of friends to play together play games that they like to play together uh and just and you know have fun with it and it's even even more fun if you're a content creator if you're streaming and making youtube videos or whatever you you got some you have some funny shit (laughs) you're gonna have some really funny stuff happen and Uh, it's also with like how we've I mean, our this group right here, just chatting and even throwing uh, our the other founder of Coalition, uh, Malicious Mel. I met two of you through gaming, 
Uh, well, also because of Riot Getty here. Um, but it was through the group. Through the gaming group is how I originally met you guys online. And then Malaysia Smell, um, through Riot Getty here again, um, and the, that same gaming group is now one of our also very good friends. Yeah. Speaking of, of, of bringing consoles and stuff to people's houses, the last time that happened was uh, three years ago, Leo, <laughs> <laughs> Real Getting here, came through. We were going to uh, Alexa's, it was her birthday, mm-hmm. and he came through with his rig and we plugged that in. He plugged us oh in and, and, dis- and displayed off of my TV. And we were playing PUBG for like an hour and some change. And we and we and before that, we got like a crave case of of White Castle, which is right up around the corner from my from my apartment. So we were just sitting there, being a bunch of fat asses, eating White Castle and playing PUBG before we went out to go drink and party for Alexa's birthday. Like literally, he- sat there with a pillow with my keyboard on top of a pillow, <laughs> and this my computer. My computer is it's pretty. I mean, you guys have seen it. It's pretty mobile to begin with yeah but, and so it fits in a duffel and i just dragged it all the way up there with my keyboard and my backpack and like my mouse everything set up perfectly my headset also because i need my headset and we ran for like what an hour and a half two hours before we almost yeah, didn't want to go like it was bad <laughs> you're like yo this is lit right now where, where are we <laughs> where are we gonna go to karaoke what is this you for games dude we all we, we almost did <laughs> If it wasn't for if it wasn't Alexa, we yeah, probably would have. If it was anyone else, we probably yeah. would have bailed. And yeah, I mean, I've done excuses. that. I've done that for Final Fantasy fourteen when I was like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna go here and hang out." It wasn't a big celebration or anything, and it's just like, me. Screw that. Let's let's, let's I'm gonna in. stay in and games right quick. Yep. And Final Fantasy fourteen, you know that MMO so, to me. Um, because growing up, I didn't get into MMOs. You know, the the subscription was too much at the time, and Aaron just no. other things going on. Exactly. So, <laughs> fourteen was the first MMO that I got into, like really got into. I did the free trials with WoW, and I couldn't stick with it. But fourteen just freaking got its hooks into me, and I just stood there. And for me, I, I remember when the Rome Reborn came out, and I just sat there in one weekend from Friday to Sunday and managed to get all the way to level 50 and uh, beat the main campaign. And yeah, yeah, uh, I've done that. It's been, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's, we've it's all amazing. done it. <laughs> I've almost, I, I mean, I've, 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 I've damn near done it with my own kids. Like it's, it's, it's rough sometimes. Like that's I, we, beautiful right there. We, we were supposed to do, passing um, the torch. No, no, no. I meant like I've done, not done things I was supposed to do for them. Because oh, I was gaming. You were with <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Gaming with them happens too. Like you've seen the Mario Kart pictures, but like we were supposed to make like the Buzz Lightyear rings that I showed you all. We were supposed to make those probably the last time they came over and we kept sinking so many hours into Valheim over the last week that we just kept putting it off and putting it off, putting it off. Mind you, they're coming like a day early this past Thursday. So the morning of and the afternoon of, even with us still playing some Valheim that morning, 
throughout that afternoon we're sitting there cutting construction paper and cardboard like maniacs and trying to paste the, 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 the foundation together so all the girls have to do is like a couple glue stick actions to make it seem like they did everything on their own but it's cons- another thing it's that uh, binds us as gamers too man that welcome distraction man I mean you know sometimes you need it especially nowadays you know life's kicking everyone in the ass Oh yeah, that, that welcome yeah. distraction, man. It's 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 well it's well needed. It's well needed. It's very yeah. healthy. There's games I... that are like huge distractions. They're like, yo, this game's a time killer. Like I think uh, when I started playing Valheim last week or whatever, Prav, right? I I, I played eight hours. I sunk in eight hours of the game. On Dude, the so the first day, I didn't even realize I was streaming for eight hours. The first day that we picked up Valheim, um, so for me, I, I forgot to eat lunch. Yep. Um, I forgot to eat lunch, and I didn't even have an urge for a cigarette throughout the entire time. Um, that same day. I also that yeah that was the same day so I did a short stream and then I canceled it uh, I, I stopped it uh, button mash here when we ended the stream after we died out by that sea serpent and oh man um crazy. yeah you recorded. ended your stream and yeah it was <laughs> seven seven hour stream. <laughs> And you look down, and you're like, what the fuck? Jeez, How? What happened? This is why I need Windows next to my computer. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so yeah. bad. Those Windows save lives, man. They do, because you, 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 like, my computer and Zio's computer face walls. So, and I, I've been telling her, like, we need to take the clock that's in the girls' room serving no purpose and just stick it by the computer so that so we can know. consciously <laughs> ignore it. Because <laughs> you, you know you, you know my layout, so like my my computer, my whole workstation is facing a wall, and I just have my lamp on. Oh, it's the only light I have on. I don't use any of my big lights in my house in my apartment because I don't like lights. And my my curtains are closed, so like <clears throat> I never know what type of day. No, the time of day it is outside. I mean, sure, if it's daytime, you can you can tell, but like when it's like dusk, you know, especially during daylight savings. So like like during the winter time, so it gets darker quicker. And I get, I just get so lost and confused. It's like I look out and I'm like, okay, it's it's, it's some daylight. And then I feel like, you know, I would look, you know, five minutes later, but really it was like fucking five hours later. And I'm like, holy crap, it's that dark out. Oh my god, that's the time. I gotta pee. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it just, it gets crazy. Yeah, I got caught like that with Metal Gear uh, Five, the mm-hmm. Phantom Pain, just Ooh, yeah. running. Yeah, I was trying to do a completionist run, so. I was just losing track of time, man. One day I did a 12-hour stream, didn't even know it. I was like, what the hell was I doing? I didn't put it in the story or anything. Everything was just side quests, side quests, side quests, side quests. And I was like, wow, what happened? I forgot to eat. I forgot to sleep. <laughs> I forgot to like return calls and everything. I was just like, wow. So if a game can get you to do that, mission accomplished. Definitely. Dude, I think the first time I remember the first time I broke a night playing a game was <clears throat> on the original Xbox, uh, Far Cry Instincts, multi- multiplayer, and <clears throat> it was cool. What was because that I... two, right? That was Far Cry two. 
No, no. It was so. It was like uh. So there was the Far Cry game that came out that Crytek made, right? Uh, mm-hmm. for PC, and then uh, there was like a, a a port, a console port for the Xbox. It was called Far Cry Instincts. So it was just okay. like it was like a, a little different than the PC game. Um, <clears throat> and they had this whole and, and and the biggest selling point of the online multiplayer, which by default at the time was was great, uh, was map creation and. Uh, I've never like you know seen. It was kind of like a new thing at the time. There weren't any games I can think of um, in the early to mid two thousands that had map creation for multiplayer. And then you can like download these maps and play on them. So like I I got cool with like a couple people playing online. And then we were like, yo, let's let's like download maps that people are making and just like map hop from like people creating these maps and just see how they are. And it was just a blast. And I'm like playing it, adding edit I logged off of my xbox at like seven o'clock in the morning almost eight maybe whatever and i'm like holy crap i was playing for this long sun was coming out my mom was walking downstairs getting ready for the morning and i'm just like yeah i'm i'm, I'm here doing nothing with my life uh, nothing when you had nothing to do with your life oh, oh yeah i just it's in, the beauty of it too is bad, it just doesn't get a good rep the, the look of concern that ends up just growing from the family and from anybody who doesn't really game that ends up being around you when they see you at 7 o'clock in the morning coming upstairs and it's not a walk of shame. It's a, <laughs> I, never, I never made it to bed. Like, I, I remember there were times where, uh, back when we used to get into uh, Monster Hunter World, and I think literally one night I was streaming with you guys and passed out in the middle of a fight. I remember that. Yeah, and like I I played the video back and you can legitimately hear me sitting there snoring. Yep. And I'm like <laughs> and I'm like how did I how did I not die? Like I, I never got killed. Like you guys pulled enough aggro that I somehow managed to not get killed by this giant beastie in the middle of this world and it was it was it was something else. But Take note, mission accomplished. This is what you want from your gamers. This is what you want from your customers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So what? I think what you know, as each of us, we all we're all people who do play solo games. We play you know know, single player games enough. I've run through seven enough. We we all described at least one game that has a crazy you know single player campaign, or even in MMOs, you could run that whole thing solo to some extent or another. What really, yeah. what really brings you back into, you know, playing with this group, playing with other folks in co-op, playing with with people that you may not even <clears throat> considered really playing with before? I, I, you know, think about you know my fiance alone that you know over a year ago, with all of you knowing her and having met in some capacity, you, the gaming aspect with her was probably would have been unthought of. Versus now, where it's like, no, like this is a weekly basis. Oh, Leo's not on. Okay, cool. Let's see if she's on. Oh, she's on. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Send her an invite. She, 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 well, the yeah, fact she that she's willing us. to play Phasmophobia, um, and you're not, <laughs> that, to me, that speaks volumes, and that is why I enjoy gaming with her. Where are your balls, man? Where are your balls? <laughs> in, in my room, safely. In in the light, in the light, <laughs> because, because fuck that game and everything it stands for. I mean, yeah. even with the new updates and the beta, it's so much more spooky. Like the ghost, uh, if it's the the lady ghost, she hums now. Uh, the random movements um, within the house, like we were walking around, and the 
just you just see a, a drawer just open on its own. Um, it now yeah. opens doors when it's hunting. Yeah. Um, so that's. Yeah. I feel like the developers are definitely noticing the huge com- the community behind like phasmophobia. So it's like okay, we play the game for a few months, we got all scared, and now okay, we're used to this. We know what's going to happen. We probably get surprised here and there a little bit, you know, depending. But for the most part, we know what's going to happen. So every time they put these new updates out, it's like just throwing us throwing us out there like, oh my god, what, what the heck? I didn't realize this was going to happen. That's new. That's new. Was there an update? How was the update? The update added this, adds this. Ghosts can do this now. They can do that now. And it's like, damn. Like, they're they're definitely keeping players on on their toes when it comes to this game. Because like, oh, don't get used to this because this is coming out and this place is coming out and Ghosts are going to do this now. And it's like, you son of a bitch. It's, it's, can it's, I ask it's, you guys the $64,000 question now? <laughs> So, yeah, I wish I had that much money. All right, so is the phantasmophobia ghost is hot as the nine foot vampire chick oh, from? God. Oh hell no! In no way! In no way! These ghosts are not hot. <laughs> okay, they're not attractive. All right, would it be worth <laughs> it for me to buy? Yeah, it's I think worth the buy. It. I think you'd enjoy. Oh, okay. it. It's just you will actually be running away from the ghost. See, when you play Resident Evil Eight, you're going to be confused. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to stream. I can't wait to stream Resident Evil Eight. And then when I meet these witches and the, and these vampires, or the fuck that they are, I'm just gonna be like sitting there with my mouse in, in my hand, the keyboard, just like so many failed quick time events. Yeah, and I'm just like dying. I'm like I don't, and I'm just like I don't be streaming this live, so I'm just gonna be looking like a dumbass. Like I don't understand. What am I supposed to do? Oh, I gotta run away from them. I did not feel threat. <laughs> I felt more invited, if anything. Heartbeat did rise, though. Yeah, but in a <laughs> different kind of excitement. Terrible. <laughs> horrible. We're horrible people sometimes. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, single-player games are fun. I love a good story. I, I primarily love playing single-player games, but I think it's just the... Uh, the the quality like company you, you get when playing with friends that you're cool with really tight with and you know especially since like we're all different so we have different personalities and play differently and and it just adds more to like the enjoyment because <clears throat> like you know we all know what it's like to play with Mel to play with Leo to play with Pratt to play with you know Nero and everyone else play with me we all we're all act differently and react differently to certain situations depending on what game we're playing and the um, the whole dynamic is just it's 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 never the same. It's always kind of evolving and it's always different and it's funny as hell. Yeah. So it's like if, if even though I have a huge and we all do, we all have a huge backlog of games so that we want to play or games that we own but never opened or downloaded or installed. Oh them, man, tell me right? about it. Like I can I can be like, damn, okay, what should I play next? I know exactly what I should play next because I have a crap I have hundreds of games between PC, my Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. And I'm just like, all right, who's getting on tonight? <laughs> Warzone. You know? <laughs> Warzone. War Was it uh not last year. I keep forgetting we're in a new year. It was twenty nineteen summer when Rainbow Six Siege went on sale for PC, and yeah, we all bought on. Us all on it, man. So, so I'm like, yo, I told everyone, I'm like, yo, 
It's on sale. It's cheap AF. Let's get this right now and just play it. And then we were all grinding on that game every day, all summer long. I can't, I, the only other game I probably played that summer was the Division 2, like on and off. It was mainly Rainbow Six Siege because I've been playing that game since launch on Xbox, but then stopped for a while. And I'm like, yo, I have a PC now. I've been, I've been wanting to play this game on PC. And I finally got it on PC. And we all got on it, and that's all we played. And I'm like, damn, I wasted so much time with you sons of bitches. I could be, be- I could be in so many games, but man, <laughs> those streams were fun as hell. I have fun. Once again, game devs, take note, take note. This is what we want: distractions. I still haven't finished Spider Man and the sequel. My guy came out. Oh no, no, see, that's disappointing, man. It's, I, it's, it's, game, game, it's man. disappointing for me too. <laughs> I can beat that game in under game, a month. Okay, well, I'm a completionist though, so like I've I've been going like section yeah, by section. Yeah, you can still section. do that under a month, Dude, man. I you can 100% that game in under a month. But, yeah, but, but I was also playing Division and Warzone, and uh, I need you I to got pick. To pick no yeah, you, you got to pick up the pace, man. Uh, 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 I was I was. You need a way out. Priorities. I I saw that whole. That whole back and forth going differently. I thought I was gonna get support and feel a sense of community, no. and it's you guys just you know no. shit on yeah, me. Right, yeah. Getty, <laughs> you, you screwed up. Single player games that you you have to play, man. So, um, that moat that Joe built. Mm-hmm. So we're getting ready to go do a um swamp run. Uh huh. And I just fell in there and died. <laughs> and he saw the whole thing go down. Well, I'd rather you fall into that than Leo's death pit. It's oh, just as bad. The, the, it, Jace, Jace oh was God. deeper. So he he told me the reason he built his is because so now um with the tougher enemies um coming in, it's uh, a defense. Because um, especially also he just told me. Uh, the mobs from the swamp are coming to attack as well. Oh, that's fun! You guys have fun with that. I'm gonna stick with my boots and my little, my little. Oceans, um, my but yeah, uh, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not fixing my moat. I'm once protecting your your longhouse now. Um, <laughs> just so you know. Unbelievable. It'd be that way. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I think we I think we got a little bit of time. We're 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 hitting about forty five minutes now. Um, you know, time flies. Um, I wanted to touch base a little bit because this is a big year with HBO Max losing their minds a little bit and releasing everything the same day as theaters. Even though I've noticed that the amazing nuance, yeah the nuance to that is that it only stays there for thirty one days. So then I guess yeah. it, it'll release out to wherever else, and or you have to just you know buy it outright somehow. But um. Yeah, we have, we finally have the Mortal Kombat movie coming out, and I'm an avid Mortal Kombat lover and always have been. A, you know, corrupted soul at a young age. Um, Same. Like, what do we think? We had that first trailer pop. Uh, the, the first real good trailer finally pop uh, a couple days ago. You know, le- leaked in Spanish and then showed up in in English an hour later. Was it Spanish? I was like Russian. Bilingual people. Oh, I had I saw I saw it in <laughs> Spanish initially. Oh. Uh. I yeah. saw it in Russian. Oh, they must yeah, I saw Russian. the Russian one first. Yeah. Everywhere into different, <laughs> different languages. <laughs> and everybody just, just ate it up. Like, no, we're going to spam every language possible until then. But what do we think about the potential of, like, a really, you know, a big resurgence of, you know, especially with, you know, 
the last couple of years. We had the Pikachu movie the year before last. We, we had the Sonic movie last year, I think, right? The year before also. Like, what do we think about seeing this kind of resurgence of video game movie adaptations again? When you know... So, my thing is, it feels like, uh, like you said, with like the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie and, and Sonic, those did very well. Um, my thing with adaptations, uh, movie adaptations from video games, it seems like family-friendly ones are easier to adapt than others. Because, like, the only backlash Sonic got initially was the design of Sonic, and that was immediately fixed. Because other than that, if even if before it was fixed, the movie looked like it could have been a promising movie. It, Sonic just looked yeah. like crap. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But they fixed him, which is they, they thank God they did. And the movie was, was awesome. Um That was when the internet movie. bullied them into fixing yeah. <laughs> and, and um, like that was sometimes you do have to listen. <laughs> I, I, I think they had the proper design all along and they just they, did they, that. They, yeah, they had it in their Maybe. back pockets. They released that <laughs> yeah, back yeah. way too fast. <laughs> and uh and Detective Pikachu was another was was great. Uh, it was better than I thought it would be. It was a good looking movie, it had mm-hmm. a great story, it was funny. Um, you know, and it feels like these family friendly uh IPs, I guess, are a bit easier to adapt than the more, you know, mature rated stuff. Like I you know, I can't name a, a good live action movie that came out based on a video game. Maybe some decent tries would have been the assassin's creed movie which was decent okay you know yeah. and, and and it was it, like it game, wasn't like it wasn't horrible it, like yeah it's so like it's like that movie wasn't horrible it was just it still just wasn't good you know and and it sucked because ubisoft had a hand in it and it just goes back to the whole you know games aren't really meant for like screen adaptations, if anything, a TV show would serve best. I mean, I we had we had the, getting the, into that too because we have because we had the Tomb Raider movie that was based on the recent Tomb Raider games, the prequel games, um, and that movie was also lacking in a whole lot. Like it, it had a, a, a look, the look was okay, but it still wasn't there. Well, uh, I feel apparently they're working on the sequel. I feel that when it comes to these AAA um, games, the more mature games, the reason it is harder is because you also got to look at the audience that will be watching these movies and that played these games, right? Because when it comes to, like, Detective Pikachu and Sonic, um, trying to accomplish that, yeah. Now, when you come to something like Tomb Raider and, and... um, now we have uh, and Assassin's Creed, as you mentioned. Think about like it's like everything that made, especially when they rebooted Tomb Raider. I remember that when I played the first reboot; it was phenomenal, yeah. amazing yeah. game, yeah. very well done. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, to try to fit good. all of that Definitely. into a, a, a movie, um. You know, between the right, so between between budgets, right, mm-hmm. budgets, uh, screen time, you can't hope to fully um, delve into what the game had. 
Right. So it's okay. like I, that's where I agree with you. Thirteen-hour game. Which like one? If you, if you tried to do a completionist run, eight to thirteen hours. For what? Tomb Raider, that. Tomb Raider, the no. the reboot. Yeah, the reboot. Yeah, the reboot. Oh yeah, no, it was it was longer. As long as like a twenty-hour game. I yeah. Think. Yeah, easy. But you see, you can't translate twenty hours of a game into a, a two-hour movie. Yeah. So it was also. It was also, you know, some of the time was spent trying to get components to upgrade your stuff. Easily a few hours. Yeah, it was a grind. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Like, it's like gameplay things, but it's just a matter of the story. The story is still hours long compared to, like, to, you know, dumbing it down for a movie. And then even dumbing down, like, the content. Like, the, the, the game was mature rated, whereas the movie was, like, wasn't. So it, it like didn't dive thing. into some of the... Yeah, it didn't dive into some of the other... Well, I feel like that. I don't think for a game like Tomb Raider and Assassin's Creed, I don't think that plays. Well, actually, no. Tomb Raider it would have because there was a, there were some gory moments in Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, but the stage, she hurt herself. Yeah. It was... the, the stage began with her getting gruesomely hurt. Yeah, but <laughs> like. I didn't like Assassin's Creed. I don't think. Oh my god! Sorry, um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. You didn't need to go that hard. Oh my god! I'm gonna die. Um, now Mortal Kombat. So we already know. Boom, rated R, which it had to be if you even yeah. thought it was gonna be successful. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, created game ratings. Yep. <laughs> That yeah, game right. created the ESRB. Dude, I still have the original three motor combat cartridges for the Sega Genesis. Beautiful. And, like, back then, because it was a multi-platform game, it was on the S, the, the Super Nintendo, it had to be censored. So there was no yeah. blood it's, and all that stuff. It, it was sweat. It's Nintendo. So if you wanted the real version of motor... Yeah, it was sweat. So yeah. if you wanted the real version of motor combat... If you want the real version of Mortal Kombat, you need the Sega Genesis. And that's like one of the biggest selling points of Sega Genesis, aside from, you know, Sonic being awesome. Um, and I even remember, like, the, the old. Anyone remember Mortal the Kombat blood code? Forms. The what? The blood code for Genesis. I don't remember it. A B A C A B B. Oh my God, you nerd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember the, um, the original Mortal Kombat films. Uh, primarily the first one because the second one is like extremely yeah, much, we don't watch, much. We more... don't talk about the second one. Yeah, it's even much more forgettable. But like the first one, as as bad as it still was, because it was horrible. Um, it was bad. It, it, it had it did have some really cool redeeming qualities and amazing and well shot mm-hmm. fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Like the fight scenes for for that that movie were, were well shot, well choreographed. Um, visual effects dated, sure, but. Scorpion's come over here thing was actually a fucking dope it, scene. Still like, oh yeah, him and Johnny Cage in the woods. That was awesome. That still looks awesome to this day. I don't care how yeah. bad, how how yeah. it, it looks dated. Sure, but it's, it's still classic, awesome. man. You know, but yeah, the movie was was crap, but still watchable in some ways. Second movie was was we don't no. talk about the second movie, of course. But I think with Mortal Kombat <laughs> now, um, it, it's it feels like it's the the exact treatment it should have gotten for a movie i mean it's a nonsensical plot it, it, i mean unless you're really hardcore into it you'll get it uh i 
played Mortal Kombat, almost every single one of them since it came out. I still can't tell you what the overall plot is, to be honest. But most people don't really play Mortal Kombat or pay attention to Mortal Kombat. You don't play fighting games plot. plot. <laughs> you, you, you just want to fight people and kill them brutally. You know, we, we all understand that there's this 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 tournament and there's like realms or whatever. That's that's all we understand. Yep. And all we want to see is awesome fights. And it looks like the movie, uh, especially as a you know amateur filmmaker, uh, I, I pay attention a lot to cinematography, especially with uh, fight scenes between shootouts and you know martial arts stuff in movies. Um, my thing is, if it's shot like it was like a Asian produced film, then it's going to be dope. If you understand what I mean. Oh, I get it. You're right? talking so, great so redemption. Like, it, it it's like it's like yeah like like it's kind of like um like most American films when it comes to fighting uh there's a lot of quick cuts right and, and all these quick cuts they they don't make things look good uh, people think they do all the shaky cam all the quick cuts it doesn't make a fight look good it just shows that the actors don't know how to fight and you can even get stunt actors to do good fighting anyway so you're doing all these quick cuts to make it hits look powerful when really it just it's hard to follow and as great as many of the for example as great of, as great as many of the marvel the MCU films are some of, a, lot, a lot of their fight scenes are not well shot. That's, they have some moments. Like I was just watching Winter Soldier over the weekend at my mother's, uh, just cause because it's an amazing movie, one of the best Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And there are some well shot sequences within a fight scene, but then there's other se- uh, shots within uh, a fight scene that are like, uh, why do they do this weird cut? That makes no sense. It looks horrible. And they still kind of do that. Uh, but when something is like more CG oriented, of course they're going to show it because there's no real actor there to like quick cut around you know um but event for a movie yeah so and and, (laughs) but what we have been seeing is a bigger push for better fight uh cinema cinematography and films and i would say the john wick films started to push for that because of um like you see all the, the wide angled fight scenes you know it's him actually doing these moves these fight scenes you really see the people get hit or stabbed or shot or thrown or whatever and it's not quick cutting to everything because that's what people want to see that's why we watch for example just what's that's why we love jackie chan films because mm-hmm. they're fun to watch they're funny they're they're intense and the fight and scenes doing his own are amazing game. even the most even the most nonsensical short you know stupidest plot jackie chan film you can think of it's still fun to watch because the fight scenes and what he does are awesome and you can take that to like some jet lee films and then you know even to the more modern stuff that's been you know more gritty uh in the asian yeah, side of it season like, one just like the protector just you got you got jackie chan punching people saying i don't want trouble <laughs> yeah right <laughs> You got like some of the modern movies now, like like the raid films, and like a lot of the Indonesian films coming out now are like fantastic, very brutal and and grim and gory. But like the choreography is great, and the cinematography is great, and that's what I'm hoping to see in Mortal Kombat, which it does seem like it's shot that way. But on one can you can't really tell just off a couple of you know takes put together for a trailer. Um, yeah, but when you but, when you consider who even is in the movie. They, like these are folks that already we know well, yeah. have that fighting prowess too. Like the, the, yeah. the gentleman that's yeah, that's what I was going to get into. Is just he's a legit yeah. martial. It's like he's, yeah, yeah. he's good. 
He's like a, a well-renowned Japanese actor and well, a great martial artist. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, because I mentioned the raid in Indonesia, and that's what we need more. Um, the guy, the actor that plays Sub Zero, is in the raid film. He's in the first movie, and he's also star. He also stars in another Indonesian martial arts film called The Night Comes for Us. That's on Netflix, and um, he plays Sub Zero, and, and he does. He's a martial artist. He does. He he practices. Uh, I think it's called Pak Silat and another martial art. I forgot what it was. Uh, and Silat's a. Uh, Mar- Indonesian martial arts that's really shown in the, the Indonesian films so if you've seen the raid you've seen what he can do and he plays Sub-Zero so I'm very excited to see what he does and I went through like the background about a quick background check of some of the other actors that I wasn't familiar with uh, and it's like oh they all have some sort of martial arts training or practice it either mildly or, or, or masters at it so I have high hopes that these fight scenes are going to be super awesome, especially mixed with all the cool fantasy elements that each character possesses. So I think it's going to be a dope film. Um, it, 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 it looks exciting. And also the whole mature R-rated stuff is definitely a big sell point because you can't, you can't censor motor combat. Man. No. Yeah, nope. that, yeah, that would be a disservice. Like I'm pretty sure uh, that that's a gift that's going around a lot now with Sub Zero taking the blood icicle. Blood or... bending, yeah. Did, can't you do that in the game? That was ripped from the game. Yeah, was, no, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a legit thing. I'm like, oh crap, they actually did that. That's I mean, they couldn't cool. actually animate it in the game that proper way at the yeah, time, but right. he does fatalities associated with that. He does moves associated with that. Just so the cool. whole the whole presence of of that fight and even seeing him like. You know, does the stab, the little leg sweep to get the ice wall, and then chucking her through it. I was watching that, and I was just that was amazing. Watching that, I'm like, that's the most combat trailer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) The amount of times I said, "Oh shit," when I watched (laughs) that trailer, it was countless. I've I've seen that trailer a lot because I'm very excited over it, and. Uh, uh, you know, I, I have certain expectations. I don't want to keep them too high, but given that the last couple of video game movies, um, though family-friendly movies they are, that they came out, they're good. And if this movie does really well, we might see something better in the future when it comes to um, movies based on video games or even TV shows at the very least. Like, I think uh, we're going to get a Metroid movie? That we should have gotten a Metroid movie. By I mean, now. yeah. I mean, it's just a female Boba Fett. Same <laughs> armor, right? Same armor. There's a bit more to it than that. I mean, dumb down Samus to a <laughs> to a Boba Fett. Boba Fett had like not a lot of depth for a while, and then suddenly had all the depth in the world. So, yeah. see, Boba Fett was popular, but like we didn't see his prowess or anything like that. No, Mandalorian not in the trilogy, at least. No, Mandalorian shined on it more. Exactly. Saw, dude, people got obsessed for Boba Fett for seeing, like, five minutes of him on screen time. Yeah, because like, it was a cool concept. Between, between, between two different movies, because he was in, what, Empire, um, 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 Empire Strikes Back and Return of the and, Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had the Django Fett, and, you know, you was like, oh, yeah, this is the real. prototype. <laughs> so it was... <laughs> So that was cool. This is us tying but... up loose ends. Yeah, we gotta tie up those loose ends. We're like, give him more boba. They need more boba. We got him. <laughs> him and his dad bod. 
Dude, oh crazy. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty years and do that to you, right? Dude's old kicking ass. Jesus like, Christ. Like nothing. With a stick. Right? Unbelievable. With a stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. But I don't know. I mean I love to see more um video games get a proper treatment. Uh one thing that's been on the back burner for a long time when it comes to these adaptations is a Halo movie and Halo TV show. Well, we have we got HBO to on the show, show right? Pseudo well, well, Halo TV well, show. Well, look, look. So here's the thing with with official Halo stuff that's been released that is live action, right? Yeah. There's only been two of them, but they were done with 343 Industries, not Bungie, because uh, this was during this is for the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so 343 Industries produced those. It was Forward Unto Dawn, which is the web series. Mm-hmm. I think it's all put together. You can watch it on Netflix, I believe. Netflix, yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the one and then, with Michael and, uh, Coulter, right? That's the one with no, no, no. Uh, Luke the one with Mike The one with Mike Coulter is the, the the second one that takes place. That's the prequel to Halo 5. Okay. Um, yeah, I forgot what that one was called. But um, Forward Unto Dawn was a prequel to Halo 4. And they were both actually really damn good. Yeah. And, and it was cool that, especially in Forward Unto Dawn, we, you know, we think of Halo, we think of Master Chief. And we got that in Forward Unto Dawn with him kicking all kinds of ass. And it's like, yo... Why can't we get an actual freaking like movie or TV show? And um, it's crazy because I remember E3 2013 before uh, the, the Xbox One and PS4 and stuff were coming out. Uh, well, they were going to come out that year, right? Steven Spielberg came on, I think it was during Microsoft's press conference. And he said that he announced that he was going to direct a Halo TV show for Showtime. And that never happened. Ever. Yeah, I remember. And it was Steel supposed to tap uh, Neil Blomkamp for that as well, too, right? The guy I read, who did, I, I read, uh, he did Chappie in... Uh, District 9. Uh, District 9, you're right, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Elysium. I love Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, I, 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 To be honest, I would have definitely... Well, you know why? He could have pulled it off. Well, no. You, you know why? I know he can because he actually directed the live-action trailers of Halo, for Halo 3. Wow! Exactly, yo. Do you remember did, that Halo did, Three though. trailer? Like, I yeah. thought we were getting that for three sixty. Yeah, yeah, dude. I it, thought we were getting that for three sixty. Oh my god! Like, Holy crap! These are amazing. And then after the those trailers, he went on to do District Nine in two thousand nine. Yeah. So that's why when when they tapped when I heard that they were tapping in him to do that, I'm like, oh, I trust him one hundred percent because he already did live action stuff for Halo. Mm-hmm. So I totally would trust him doing it. Um. I just wish something would come about it because I'd love to see. Uh, and I think he can represent Halo visually on screen or on a TV, uh, TV show or whatever, better than any other director can. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Especially given he already has the experience doing so. I'm just, I just always imagine with a, an actual proper Halo movie, it'll be them trying to cram Halo one and two into one, like you know, hour and a half, two hour period, and he'll get. He'll get like seventy minutes in, and then realize that suddenly he can dual wield pistols, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the moment you know they're entering Halo Two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we felt that way with Halo Reach. It was supposed to be a prequel, so like, like, why weren't they doing this in Halo One? Oh, Chief, God. you're gonna need this pistol. He just woke back up. I can dual wield. I can just both of them. He just woke back up. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You're telling me this whole time this was allowed? I was trying to be fair to these people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fuck it. <laughs> but no, the, the 
biggest change too, aside from freaking dual wielding, because I understand why Spartans can't dual wield, you know, or sprint, um, is is his armor. Because he gets new armor in Halo 2. And that's the army kind of, I guess, sticks with, I don't know, but whatever. He gets a different armor set. So, like, if they were to cram both movies, it's more like something happens. And he's like, he has, like, 40 minutes left into the movie. And it's like, wait a minute. He just has to go hard. We gotta up, we're, we're going after, it's gonna, they're going to make an excuse to go after one uh, a big baddie. And then he has to get an armor change. And it's like, I can hold two of these now. And then Cortana is like, Chief? Uh... My data shows you can now hold two of these weapons. It's like... <laughs> it, it'll be something with like the like not the ergonomics, like like the the weight distribution or something like that. Like yeah, you know the 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 the, the exosuit helps you to to lift this second pistol that apparently weighed two pounds more than you can hold, even though you walk around with mini plasma cannons. My, mind you, his armor is made out of titanium. Yeah, but you know lower gravity. Right? Confusion. <laughs> Lots of confusion. Lots We're of questions. It's all that good shit. Bungie, I have questions. You can't blame we them don't anymore. make Halo no more. I don't care you created it, goddammit. I mean, same thing kind of applies with them, man. Why can't I Destiny hold two pistols in Destiny? <laughs> yeah, why can't you do Will and Destiny? I mean, do Guardians Will and Destiny. Do Will. You guys made this thing yourselves. You can't even play 343 anymore. That's something I, th- I honestly have been wondering, especially considering how they, how they market Destiny, why they haven't pitched to do a live action Destiny movie. Because that, yeah, that I, all yeah, the trailers were live so action. Many yeah. Live action trailers for Destiny. And they, were, and they were really awesome, good looking trailers. I think that they would do they would do amazingly, and it's one of those I games agree. that they can literally. I mean, one of those games and movie styles that they can literally cast anybody under the sun for because there's going to be comedy in it there's going to be a ton of action the rock is going to be in it in some capacity like he has to be he has to be he has to be the 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 the, the whatever the tank classes those the big yes. guys the rock will probably be the uh, the ghost thing that that little thing that follows you <laughs> It'll be a ghost. Instead It'll of trying to find bad. Dinklage again, they'll they'll, they'll no, get the just, rock just to use, do it. Yeah, just just use Peter Dinklage. Uh, Isn't Peter Dinklage already the ghost? I think they switched him out. That's switched him out. They yeah. switched him for uh, Nolan North or uh, the other uh, way around. What's the other guy? No, no, no. They they got rid of Peter Dinklage and um they switched it for Nolan North or um that other guy. Uh, what, yeah, it's Nolan North. Uh, it's Nolan North. Nolan North. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't fuck around. You know damn well it's gonna end up being Kevin Hart as the ghost. <laughs> If it's if if the Rock is going to be in the movie, then yeah, yeah, and then Jack Black is going to end up being the, oh, the, the the wisecracking like you know Western guy that's always that's Jack the Black guy. is going to be the damn uh, Spider Mobile. Uh, what, what, what do they call those things? The the speeders, yeah. like, you know, um, the 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 Star Wars speeders they use. Oh, those those bikes. Those, yeah. Those, uh, yeah. Pop, this is more your territory. Sparrow, sparrow, sparrows, sparrows. That sparrows. 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 <laughs> Oh man, I I like to see a live action of that. Though. I think they could it'd do be good. really awesome. I think they would do good. I'm surprised between that and the fact that I'm surprised that no one's yeah. done a series themselves somehow. And what's cool is that um, there's a whole lot of like wild lore out there with Destiny, you know, and and they can just kind of like okay, you have a a, a trio of guardians, and they got to do something. Just just give them a mission, and you know, inject the politics of the game in there, and and there you go. It doesn't have to follow any narrative that the game gave us. 
It could be something entirely different. I, th- I think that's what pigeonholed so many video game movies since we were kids mm-hmm. was the was fact trying that they to follow tried... The game narrative? Yeah, trying to follow the game narrative to a T, but then doing some random... Okay, we're gonna take some liberties here. We're gonna we're gonna put Ermac and 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 and, and Noob Saibot together, just yeah. cause. Just cause it's weird. And yeah. Yeah. like I think that's why the um the original two Tomb Raider movies that came out with Angela Jolie like they weren't amazing movies at all, but, but they did their own thing. They did their own thing. It was it was uh, cause cause the the thing of Tomb Raider is that there's no like it's you know sequel by sequel narrative really like there kind of is here and there. Thing. Yeah, but it's 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 a female Indiana Jones. That's all it is. Yeah, for the role for the original games, for sure. For the, so for the reboot, there was definitely a lot more narrative. Here. Yeah, so if you make a movie, it is. if you make a movie, just create a new uh, a new uh, you know adventure for her, and that's it. And and yeah. you got something original. Uh, same thing can be said for uh, well the uh, Uncharted because they're making an Uncharted movie. Yeah. Well, how do you guys think that's gonna go? Because I mean, Tom Holland. Ah, they, this guy's a, a, a fucking amazing actor. I, mean, I love well, Tom Holland, man. I'm on the Tom Holland bandwagon. Like, some people didn't like that it was Tom Holland, but I think it's fine given that it's a it's young a prequel. Yeah. That, that's the yeah, thing. People yeah. are not understanding that. That's what aggravates me with the, yeah. the, the backlash. It's like, do you yeah. guys read yeah. what... It's, it's, why they're doing this? Like younger Nathan Drake. <laughs> exactly. Like, like we don't need any current Nathan Drake because that's what we have the video games for. And I think Exactly. Like I like that they're movie, going to the beginning. This for a current Nathan Drake. Yeah. Like we we people making the movie already understand this. It's like they have the they have four main title games with current Nathan Drake. They don't need another Nathan Drake now. Let's see what Nathan Drake was doing when he first started. Yeah. Why he is and, yeah. and create Drake, a, you know create a cool <laughs> yeah, and create a cool story and narrative behind that, and I think it would be pretty cool. It's basically just Sully, though. I don't know, man. Who they, did they, get did they cast? Because I I thought it was going to be De Niro. I don't I don't know who Mark Wahlberg was going to be, but uh, apparently they had him with that mustache, like he was Sully. I don't know. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, they're going because they're going with the younger Sully yeah. too. No, Robert yeah, Robert so... be too old for the role. Yeah, Robert, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, Wahlberg with it eh, could pay off. With his Boston accent? <laughs> That'd be yeah. yeah. You gotta get these keys to the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nathan. <laughs> oh, God. Like a horrible New York accent being a Boston accent. Yeah, that that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Alright, I think I think that that is a good place with pseudo xenophobia and slight hate towards Boston to take a stop. Uh, <laughs> I love Mark Wahlberg though. I love, I love Marky Mark and all his He's glory. Man, yeah. Um, this has been fun. Um, I think that this was uh, yeah, this is cool, and I, I definitely want to try to reconvene at some point. With new topics, obviously. Uh, I don't know if it'll be weekly. I don't know if it'll be bi-weekly. But I want to make it a thing. And I, f- I forced Zelda to host me. So that helped. Um, we got a whole steady four Not viewers. Which... Am I what? 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 Nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. Blah. Anyway. So, um, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, thank you, everybody, who did take the time to, you know, hang out, watch, listen, on whatever platform you're listening to, YouTube should not be visible. So if you're on there, 
fucking creeper. Um, <laughs> but uh, Ryo Getty on Twitch, you know, been streaming directly on here. Uh, if you if you if you aren't a part of the coalition of ordinary uh, players already, join us. You know, be one of us. Uh, we 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 have capes. We have capes. We have we have we have capes. We have we have pockets. We have pockets. <laughs> There's pockets. That's gonna be the new tagline. Instead of greatness we starts with the, instead of greatness starts with the ordinary, it's gonna be we have pockets. So join us. We have pockets. Um, uh, we are gonna be doing a lot more community game nights down the line. We did a what I honestly think was a really successful Mario Kart night uh, last week. Uh, what was the official fuck your green shells number one? Uh, Mario yeah, Kart night that was fun. so fun. We had almost a full yeah, twelve. Yeah. Um, we streamed for what maybe two hours, I think, or, whatever, or maybe an hour. It was really good, good, good fun. Um, we're gonna try to throw a little bit more of those in there every now and then to, um, you know, so it, you know, not everybody can make a Wednesday night. So we're we're, we're trying to do a Friday night, try to do a Monday, skate around where we can, maybe do multiple within a week. Um, and doesn't it doesn't necessarily it was gonna be streamed, just you know, just to set it up, throw people in the Discord, but. Um, thank you guys. You guys have been awesome. If you got, if if you're watching, you know, follow Button Mash Bob on Twitch and all the other things that he streams on. Follow Neo Zero. I think he usually has an 88 at the end. Um, yes, sir. Fuck Prop B Gaming. And <laughs> wow, <laughs> you you made affiliate faster than anyone else in this group. So you, you could suck it. You don't need this. You don't need the free publicity. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, take care. Have a good night. Uh, those in Facebook, Twitch realm, take care. You know, to quote a a malicious Mel, drink up and play on. <laughs> to quote <laughs> to quote a a Ryo Getty as I usually do. I'll see you online. Take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs>